Hello and welcome to episode 16 of War Down South, the fortnightly Warhammer podcast from the south coast of the UK. I am, as ever, your host, Callum Slater. And this week I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Sam Nice. Uh, no Ricky this week, unfortunately he has had to work, but uh, it's quite a quiet week on the GW front, so uh, Sam and I just spend uh, some time answering some questions from the audience this week. Um, chatting about our favourite armies and, and just getting a bit of an old man reminisce on. So, take a seat, grab a stiff drink, let's roll. Fantastic, thank you for waiting guys and... Uh... Uh, so Callum and Sam this week. No, Ricky, he is crushed under the burdens of capitalism. How are you doing, Sam? You okay? Yeah, all good, baby. Dream team. Whoop, whoop. Dream team. Exactly. Um, Ricky, now known as the popular people's front. Hashtag splitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he has had to uh, He's had to work this weekend, so uh, no chance of getting him on, unfortunately. Um, so I think we'll have like quite a quite a nice svelte quick um episode this week uh not not to say that ricky causes any sort of bloat uh it's mainly me but there's one less person for me to talk at so. i mean less less wee breaks you know <laughs> yeah yeah sure um <laughs> so how, how how have you been have you been up to much over the last couple of weeks sam oh yeah not 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 massive amount of activity activity on the hobby front. Um, I started on that that Magma Droth kit, um, which I'm thoroughly enjoying. But I've just hit hit a dead stop into due, due to work being really really demanding the last two weeks. Yeah. Um, other than that, um, I picked up uh, a few extra Vault Warden teams to finish off the the stupid list that, that I've been putting together for <laughs> my Kingdom of Kazadoom. Uh, list for Middle Earth and my um, what the bloody hell are they called? Dashroud are just staring at me longingly from the table. Right, finish me, please. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's not happened yet. What about you, mate? You, you been up to much? Uh, no, I've sort of been floundering on the hobby front. Um, been like relentlessly just doing washes and red highlights on sisters, like for the past couple of weeks like a couple of nights a week like no mm-hmm. progress actually made <laughs> they don't look any different um i feel your no. pain I, I hit that same wall when i was painting my, my marines all that red <laughs> yeah but like later on once there's more prospectors than actually going to an event like oh, I'll, I'll kick myself into gear but i'm sort of pushing them along um yeah other than that um just sort of trying to keep up to date with everything work's been quite busy but um i started finally uh, well, i literally dusted off my archaeon um over the last couple of weekends and there was yeah. a good good pile of dust on him um <laughs> so i took, took him off of his base and started to build um a bunch of like um multi-leveled azerite ruins all smashed up and stuff below him mm. so that model is now like 20, 
inches tall, maybe. I don't know. I was going to say, that's going to have made him even bigger. Not not that you could ever hide him anyway, so you can do what you want on his base, essentially, can't you? You you don't get big line-of-sight blocking pieces of terrain in AOS. They're more movement blockers, so it doesn't really matter with with him. But, um, yeah, so I sort of dug out the bits to make my my host Arcanum uh, Disciples of Zinch Army for AOS. Mm. I don't know, all my screamers and uh, a few other bits and pieces, and then I uh, picked up the Zinch Demon Start Collecting box because it's got Screamers and Flamers and Horrors and stuff in it. Mm. Um, and some more Flamers and stuff, but that's all sat unopened. Had no real uh, energy to do anything. But um, I did make a purchase today, which hopefully will will excite me mm-hmm. <laughs> and kick me into hobby gear. Um, what do so you do? Obviously, following uh, Bojo's announcements sometime in the past, I can't even remember when they were uh, now. Uh, obviously, we're going to have tournaments this year unless everybody else fucks it up. Um, <laughs> That's where my money's going. <laughs> I, I'm not penciling any in June in my mind, but July sounds like it could be doable. Um, so... So I'm starting to think about um, 40k events, whether or not, like, mo- obviously most of them will be like uh, little round tape uh, RTTs or, or, or local things. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not expecting any big, big events to sort of is jump it? up. I know, I know that the London GT is is going full gear in September. That's um, brave. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, part of me thinks, oh, it's a lot of people there, but also on the flip side. Everyone should be vaccinated by then. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, so so sort of just thinking. Okay, well, what can I what can I do to sort of that's that's almost game ready now. And uh, so I've, I dug my notes back out. Your boy, gave them a dust, and I was like, oh, I'd like to pick up some more bits and pieces for them. I've got like a half built gallon, um, which isn't great in the game at the moment in a not very great faction. So. Um, <laughs> So I ordered myself a Knight Atropos earlier today. Oh, baby. That's the that's... big Mechanicus Forge World thing. Yeah, that's a uh, beautiful, with his weird las cutter thing. Yeah, it's got, it's got a weird las cutter that's a gun and a combat weapon, and then it's got like a big cannony thing. Um, not sure how good it is in the game, but... Um, I remember yeah, them I want... being good previously. <laughs> I don't know about now because I just haven't looked at them. But... Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I haven't seen one played in years, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, it's 520 points, so it's it's a hundred odd points less uh, cheaper than a Castellan. Obviously, it doesn't have that much firepower, but it, it's better in co- combat, and it's only got one fuel wound. Yeah, I, I remember it being very good at killing other things of its size in combat. Yeah, yeah. It, it gets, um, it gets like I think it gets plus one. I can't remember if it's plus one to hit. Um, vehicles mm. or things like the Titanic keyword, and then oh yeah, and then it gets like rerolls to wound on all of its weapons and stuff for for, for against vehicles and monsters. So mm. um, it's a, it's just a really cool model. So I'm gonna smash that up, make that fit in with the rest of my knights. Um, just sort of broaden that list a little bit. Oh, looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, yeah, fairly apprehensive, but it's not arrived yet. Obviously, I only ordered it. Two hours, two three hours ago. <laughs> so, oh, well, well, they're slacking. Yeah, 
so um, yeah I, I'm, I was like okay i'm gonna spend some money i'm gonna do it uh, i'm gonna pick up some more war glaives and stuff so i can run some slightly different lists but mm. um yeah yeah i'm hoping like a model that i wanted for a long time will spare me into being a bit bit more hobby yeah uh, focused which would be cool and so news news from the game of the workshop front um the most exciting thing is that we have a date for the Drakari Codex. I um, thought I so, heard a squee over the South Sea Winds. Yeah, it's it's not as soon as I was hoping it would be. I was kind of hoping it would be in the start of the month, but it's uh, pre-order up on the 20th. So week of week of the four, week of the 15th, like we should start to see um, the rumours and stuff and the, and the rules leak out for it. Nice. Um, and and then release on the 27th. So I'm sure by that point, I'll shove my knights into a pile and dig all my Dragari stuff out. Um, <laughs> Away with you, freshly yeah. bought Atropos. Yeah. <laughs> As if he's even here by then. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I've not I've not ordered from Forge World in so long. Um, obviously, the amount, the amount that I ordered from there, I got the free, like, tracked shipping. So mm. hopefully it won't be lost in the post. But um, most of the, most of the four drug patches are just spare at the moment out Warhammer World now. Yep, and been there for a while. So <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh, so that's quite cool. So I'm very excited about that. I'm hoping that they're on the lines of the new Marine supplements and the Death Guard book and the Necron book. Um, I feel like they're a faction that's going to be quite difficult to get right, so people can play like a mix of all the different types of Drakari or play them singularly mm. um and not be naff in one or both of those ways so fingers crossed um dark lancers look good we've, we've we've seen some um bits and pieces from the new reboxed warriors mm. they've got their on the back so now dark lances are um still strength eight still ap4 but they're three plus d3 damage so you're always getting a consistent four damage out of them respectable. at least very respectable yeah. Much better. So for someone like me who usually runs like lances on his planes and lances on his ravagers, like that's obviously we we haven't seen what they're going to do with disintegrated cannons yet. But that's a nice like. There's nothing worse than getting through like a vehicle or a knight's invulnerable save and then rolling like one or two for the damage. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's that's fairly exciting. Um, so I'm sure there'll be plenty more gold space pirates and stuff coming up uh, in the next. Oh, Next month or so. Mm. Yeah, very excited. Um, other than that, it's been quite slow from Games Workshop. We've had the um, we've had the release of the Kill Team box, mm-hmm. or is that pre-order? I think it's on pre-order. I, I think I think I think it's up for pre-order, and uh, the internet is already wailing about scalpers uh they're not wrong they're <laughs> literally the day it was up for pre-order you know you could buy the individual units at the same price as the bloody box on ebay uh, yeah yeah okay. um yeah so, so it's up for pre-order um the thing that like people seem to be complaining about is that it doesn't actually come with the kill team rule book um mm. which like I, I don't play kill team so i'm not sure if that's something that you would actually be upset about yeah, I, I, I hadn't, I hadn't seen that. I, I'd seen um, uh, upset of a slightly different one, where, where uh, the kill team players are <laughs> essentially saying that this box set will break kill team. 
Um, but I mean, I wouldn't know about it because I, I've never played it. But yeah, um, there's a there's a bunch of guys at our local club in Halland that, um, that that play it quite well. Not not not. It's it's the main game that they play. So um, hopefully, we'll, but um, yeah, it, it's. I mean. But I, I was looking at it, it's like, it's 95 quid for a box of Space Marines, which are going to be about 35 quid. A Space Marine character who's going to be 20, 25 quid. A Necron character who's going to be 20, 25 quid. And then a box of Necrons who are going to be 25 quid. So it's worth it, but it's obviously not necessarily a... Like, no one's going to use flayed ones. <laughs> but... Um, no one's going to use flayed ones, but you but you want to use the Chronomancer because he's the best cryptech. <laughs> so um, I'm sure it will get bored yeah. until then. And everyone wants heavy intercessors with with a marine army, well, yeah, especially Death Watch players. They are um, mm-hmm. they're very excited for them. The uh, the other massive moan is the uh, Have you seen the Space Marines Honored of the Chapter box? I don't think I have. Oh, okay. So these are the characters and blade guard and eradicators from Indomitus that have all been bundled into a uh, mail order set. Okay. So it's uh, the the really nice chaplain, um, the really nice chaplain, the Judicia, and the blade guard um, ancient. Mm-hmm. The three blade guard and the three eradicators, and it's eighty nine pounds, which is quite a lot. It's quite a lot of money, but then again, like okay, I get that the blade guard and eradicators aren't like the that's not much cheaper than uh, what the Indominus box was in itself, though, is it? No, No, but that's not available anymore. That's true. (laughs) If you think if you think that like most people are buying those boxes of blade uh, or the blade guard and eradicates from it for like twenty quid a pot, say, and those characters are going to be twenty twenty quid each, like it, it makes sense, but it, it just it looks like a lot of money for what it is. Yeah, um, and then there's a similar similar Necron one, which I would be more pissed off about. I yeah, think. I can see the Necron because one. That, is that the the return of the Necron royalty? The one. Uh, the Necrons Royal Court, yeah. yeah. So it's the um, it's the Plasmancer, the Scorpec Lord, the, guys, and then the thing that you never yeah. use. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. that's that 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 one, that one sticks in my craw a bit more. But it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't play either of those armies, so I don't I don't really care. Um, like, don't have to buy it. No, ex- ex- exactly. <laughs> Um, if you wanted those models, then you should have bought Indomitus. Um, in, in the two different instances where you could have bought it, because there was a made-to-order made to as well. So, you know. But, um, yeah, not, uh, not, not too bad. Um, the, the only other thing GW have sort of done is that they've re-shifted their Warhammer community articles on the website. A little bit odd. So every... Every, so every Sunday, it looks like we're still going to get the what's coming up in the next week um, for pre-order. Yeah. And then, um, but there's a there's a new article called New Miniature Monday, which apparently for every week now until the end of time, on a Monday, we're getting a new model. And this week was the Vampire, um, Solar Grave Lord, the Rat Prince. Oh, yeah, that guy. Um, he is absolutely fabulous. He is a little. Um, I mean, 
I don't want to say he's a pimp, but he literally has a cane and a and a cape. <laughs> and a big yeah, he's got uh, he's got and a he's cane, wearing he's furs. Got, he's got, <laughs> yeah, he's got furs. Like it, it looks a bit odd that he's on like an oval base, but it's because he's got all the rat tails and stuff pouring out the back of his coat. Yeah, he's very um, fancy. I love him. Yeah, which is which is really interesting. I mean, it mentioned they mentioned in the art they mentioned in the article that he's. Um, like he's from the the dread city um so it'd be interesting to see if he's upcoming to be an expansion to um warhammer quest mm. or if he's going to be one of the special characters in the soul Blood book um that's not really defined it's just here's a cool model and here's his back yeah so um yeah sort of interesting to see how that goes but if they're all going to look like along that science type of uh look then then it's going to be outstanding yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm excited for new model porn on a weekly basis if, if they're all going to look this good yeah 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 exactly so um yeah i'm uh, I'm, I'm quite excited about that um what else what else what else what else um oh there's the so i think the announcement for the new uh fortnightly 40k magazine um the um, what used to be Warhammer Conquest mm. has got a um, um, new iteration, which appears to be sort of like mixed Imperial stuff versus Necrons. Um, so it's very similar to, to Conquest was before. I think it's every other week. You know, the, the issues vary in cost, mm. but about eight quid, I think, for essentially much less than than RRP. Yeah, yeah. So, some of those on the previous iteration were just such great value for money. Like, uh, the um, I picked up a few issues for like Celestar Ballasters for to ally into mm-hmm. my Fire Slayers, and and that it was essentially fifty percent off the kit. It, it, it's it's really great. So I'm going to be keeping an eye on that for particular kits that I want. Yeah, I've got I've got a stack of five unopened in the corner of my room for when they have the chaos spawn, mm. um, because that's a twenty five quid box and they were selling for eight quid, so I bought five. Quid. Yeah, we, <laughs> wish, I, wish I had noticed that one. <laughs> I, I, I noticed that I remembered that that magazine existed way too late. <laughs> no, I, I, I sort of caught it and I was like, oh well, spawn may be good at some point in the future in Thousand Suns. <laughs> that was my yeah. logic. Um, I bought him. <laughs> um, so, um, so yes, yeah, so that's pretty cool. It's interesting. So it seems to be a lot more of the. Um, uh, so there's a lot more of the Primaris stuff that's not that wasn't. So it, it seems to be the sort of newer generation Primaris yeah. stuff. So nothing was really included in the magazine or Indomitus. Um, yeah, I think I'll definitely be and picking then up a couple of copies of the one that's got the uh, the the turret emplacement on it. I le- Yes, yeah, I like that. So I, I'm gonna have to pick up a few of those. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's very cool. And then it looks like that they're rolling in they're rolling in some uh, Mechanicus and some Sisters of Battle. Yeah, I could well. make out some um, of the big tracked servitors. I couldn't quite see which one from the stock photo because it was quite zoomed out. Oh well, it'll be it'll be it'll just yeah. be the kit. Um, so, um, so so that's quite cool. I mean, like they're they're a thirty five quid box, you know. If you can get like I don't know if they'll be slightly more expensive, but even if they're you know even if that was twenty quid and you wanted some breaches, oh yeah, money money's off, money's off, isn't it? 
<laughs> so um yeah so that's quite cool it's interesting to see to see how that goes um and then it looks like the majority of the necron range is in there mm. as well um so i'm sure um all of the budding necron players who have sort of come out of the woodwork since since indomitus can now sort of feed that cheap necron crack yep. addiction and uh they're having to pay uh, full rp for stuff <laughs> full rp <laughs> is for chumps <laughs> Oh, well, you know, some people are going to pay it, and yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. I mean, for, I, I, I pay it for some things, but if I don't have to. I'm not <laughs> exactly. Um, saying that, you just bought 100, spent 194 quid on one night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the chump. Um, yes, so uh, this week, obviously, we've got, um, I thought we were, we were sort of in between bits and pieces there's not a lot of gw news and then there's not a lot of inter interperson hobby going on obviously because we're still uh still, still in lockdown. lockdown three but um mm. yeah lockdown three but we're, we're we're on our way um we're we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel hopefully like i said so we've got some events creeping up in the second half of the year and we're not too far away from garden hammer with your friends yeah i'd settle so, for that <laughs> That's um, that's a good way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about that. So um, yeah, this week we're going to be talking. Uh, Sam and I are essentially just going to have an old man chat session. Uh, we're gonna, we've got um, quite a few es- uh, questions from the audience and our listeners, and then we're just going to ramble on about uh, toys we like. So um, we're going to take a quick break. And then join us in a moment, and we're just going to shoot the breeze. Thanks very much. Okay, fantastic. Thank you for joining us. Uh, still Sam and Callum here. So uh, we're just going to kick it off with uh, some questions from you, the wonderful listeners. So um, we put up, I think, a couple of posts on like Instagram, and Facebook and such. So have you got uh, some, some questions available for us, Sam? Yep, I've got the ones from Facebook. I've not looked at the other platforms yet, to be honest. Um, so I'll kick things off with our favourite pet, Mr. James McLennan. Uh, he's given us a two-parter a random statement so i will lead into the first part of the question which was what's the most funniest thing that happened in the game you had okay. Go. funniest thing um oh that's that's really difficult because i don't really hmm not sure. Do, do you have one? Give me a time. Um, to think. <laughs> it is. It it. It's one that I find amusing now, but at the time found it very hard to deal with. And I'm sure I've mentioned it before. Um, it was playing. Um, it was probably fifth or sixth edition fantasy with uh, crazy old guy actually in the games workshop on Vets Night. Um, I think his name was Henry, but I also used to call him Raul because I could never remember his name. Uh, <laughs> somehow Raul stuck. Um, 
And uh, he was using his Bretonian army with uh, his set of rules that were possibly two editions out of date. Um, but no matter how often we explained that, uh, <laughs> never seemed to go anywhere. Uh, so we just rolled some dice anyway. Um, and I was casting a spell from the Law of Beasts, which was the beasts, ca- the beast cowers, um, to basically. Um, stop his guys from battering my marauder horseman uh it, it, i can't remember exactly what it did um some, something to do with stopping the the mounts of his uh bretonian knights attacking or something like that um and no matter how i explained it 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 just wasn't sinking it like it was you know when when something's so simple you can't elaborate on it more than exactly what is written on the page in front of you <laughs> to help someone understand it uh it just wasn't going anywhere and and we had a back and forth for about 45 minutes <laughs> you know you don't want to be that guy that screams at an old man and then shoves a fistful of grail knights up his ass but <laughs> came close <laughs> you know he was a lovely old man. I just could. I just ran out of basic English to try and explain something very, very simple. No, that's uh, yeah, that's un- that's understandable. Um, that and that and explaining how to roll sevens on on d six to the crazy postman. Oh, Those are pro- <laughs> probably some of some of my funniest uh, memories. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I can I can imagine that. Um, so second half uh, of Jim's Jim's post what was your most uh, WFT I assume he means what the fuck moment uh, that has happened in a game uh, i.e. an impossible roll charge or something that should not have killed something but did oh uh, okay so like uh, so, so just in response to like, the first part of the question um I once had a game, I can't remember where it was. I think it was a GW Portsmouth and it was under the seventh edition Warhammer Fantasy Chaos Demon book. You know, that really good one. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was my Slanesh Demon Army. And uh, I can't remember who I was playing or, or, or what I was playing against, but essentially what that army did is essentially create an, an area of debuff on the table that just reduced your opponent's leadership to zero. Mm. Um, and you would make them take panic tests and stuff like that and just make their units run off the board. And there was a spell where you would just take like D6 strength four hits um, every time you rolled um, over, over your leadership value but it wasn't a leadership test, so you couldn't automatically pass it on like a double one or, or, or being stubborn. Um, and and the, the, the face on my opponent when I explained, oh, no, no, your leadership zero. Here, let me roll against your leadership. <laughs> <laughs> Six strength, four hits. Let's do it again. Oh, I'm over your leadership again. And I was just like, I just get to do this until your unit's actually dead. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's, uh, should we just should we just take that unit off? And yeah, they, they didn't look too impressed. And then obviously I did exactly the same thing the next turn on something else. 
Um, I didn't play with that army a lot because it was it was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I think, that, I, I, think that, I remember that iteration of, of the Demon Codex. Beautiful, um, beautiful book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was the height of the uh, uh, the Warhammer Fantasy Seventh Edition, like proper book escalation wars, where um, like high elves got always struck first and reroll misses, and dark elves got that really good book, and then vampires got their book. And it was great. It was just off the wall, um, and then got stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we can revisit that later when we talk about our, our favourite armies we've ever built, because we will literally be going back to that codex. Yeah, I, I think I know the one you're going <laughs> to... Um, sort of like weird, impossible things that, that have happened. Like, it, it, it's really weird, because like long charges and stuff like that, like, oh, I needed a double six, like, uh, I don't really sort of like recall that stuff, but when uh, I think it was the last GT we went out to Warhammer World for, um, I was playing against an Imperial Superlist with like three uh, Crusaders, um, and he seized the initiative on my Tower Army, which wasn't wasn't a lot of fun. Um, but there was a point where um, he had like a, a really heavily damaged knight, like in my deployment zone, um, and then I shot it with my Cardra Fireblade, who's the little like fat Tau commander guy. Yeah. Uh, who gives everyone an extra shot when they're in like uh, when they're in rapid fire range. Um, and all of his shots hit and all of his shots wounded. And then the guy failed his three two up saves. And then that knight died. It exploded and then killed like two or three of his guard company commanders. Um, that was pretty funny. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that was uh, that was sort of oh, good job, little. 35 point tell, <laughs> tell guy died in the explosion obviously but um yeah it was quite funny you just sort of stepped out of this building blasted it and this night went thermonuclear and disappeared um brilliant that was uh, that was pretty good what about you what about yourself uh I, i've got three tied for what well, two, two tied for just sheer dumb luck uh and the first first of those was against uh our, our our buddy Mr. Darren Watson, uh, we, we're having a, a knockabout um, in fantasy again, um, and I desperately needed to stave off a charge from a huge unit of dragon princes that he had, and all I had to throw in the way left was five demonettes of Slanesh, and they that you know that that was barely going to slow them down, um, but instead Darren's dice betrayed betrayed him so badly that not only did he not kill those five demonettes, they managed to do enough damage back to make them run away, the, the dragon knights, and then they ran them down, which was utter fucking bullshit. <laughs> but uh, you know, you gotta take you gotta take the dice as they go. Um, yeah, and yeah. and had a very similar incident uh, incident with my Skaven army where I needed to stave off some um, a, a large block of Chaos Knights, so I threw twenty Skaven slaves in the way, who then lost no one and <laughs> pulled down a few knights, won the combat, and then ran them down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> best fifty points you could spend. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous, um, but I think the stupidest one. Um, was tying up uh, Malekith with a unit of five Furies, uh, which had no business, you know, <laughs> living. Um, uh, Malekith, 
on his dragon. On, yeah. on, on his dragon, uh, yeah. he managed to do 17 wounding hits on these five Furies in combat, and I saved every single one of them on a single dice roll with no rerolls. It's <laughs> the single best dice roll I've ever made. It's like complete bullshit. Thankfully, there was a store full of people to witness it. Otherwise, they'd be like, no, you're making that up. But 17 five-ups in one roll. It was beautiful. I think that would, that good. used up all my wargaming luck ever, which is why I now suck. Um, But to round off Jim's post, uh, he said, also 25% off weekend stays at Grimgore's Nan's house. Book now. It's sinister. Uh, So that's a reference to a standing old school GW Portsmouth uh, terrain feature (laughs) on every fantasy board, which was Grimgore's Nan's house. Uh, And yeah, uh, yeah, you know, now terrain has a, you roll for terrain now, so it, it can be groovy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, really welcoming or sinister, but for sure. Um, oh, I miss, I do miss Warhammer Fantasy, but I'm never, never going to go back to it because it's not a real game anymore. Um, <coughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I like, I like to look through the old fantasy army books now and then. I think, oh, I miss you so much, and then, oh, maybe I'll make it. No, I'll just never use it. That's that's the, that's the thing, you know. You'll, you'll never use it, and I will never let you get over the fact that you've done it. <laughs> You know, one day, one day, I might allow myself an exception, just as just as a little, you know, project. I might finally make that Snotling army from the Sixth Edition Orc and Goblin book. <laughs> oh, they were so good! Those little like appendicy army lists at the back of the, uh, the army. Book. Yeah, they were great. And, and like the, it had like a designer's note just as they entered the list. In the, like, there were a few series, serious ones like the Troll Country and like the Black Orc War. And then yeah. the designer's note of because we could the snotling while <laughs> it was because yeah, the the snotling the snotling hero essentially was just a common goblin, wasn't it? Who could have one magic item at yeah. like fifteen. Pop- yeah, the the snotling war boss. Yeah, what yeah. Wallopers won it. Wonder maybe a dispel yeah. scroll, <laughs> but not not that you ne- needed to worry about it because almost the entire army was bases of snotlings, which in that book were unbreakable. Unbreakable, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes ridiculous, what a ridiculous time to be alive! Yeah, it was, it was great, it was great. Yeah. I miss it. <laughs> uh, so next question, Mr. Robert Rodwell, friend of the show. Uh, he says, If you had to enter a two man tournament, what armies would you run? Brackets, non space marine. Oh, okay. So I, uh, so I assume he means doubles. I, I'm assuming um, doubles. Okay, so I've had. Uh, I, have you had a little think about this one, Sam? Uh, I, I, I've not, to be honest. I've been I've been racking my brain, but then I, I'm like, it, it's hard to tell off the cuff because sometimes you'd want to liaise with the person you're playing with. Yeah. So so I so like I there, there, there's like one that I would think oh if we if, if if me and a partner wanted to go to a tournament like this is a good shout, uh, but come to that in a moment like what army would we take if we were buddied up well, i think to so say a thousand points each well, I, I, I i immediately returned to that doubles day you and i played it and it ruined everyone's time <laughs> i'd want to rebuild the closest we could get to our old uh dark elder harlequins <laughs> tag team Oh god, that was so good! <laughs> it was literally... yeah, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. That was in like what fourth edition? I think so. I think so. It was literally 
the most mental fucking list. You you had that weird old like semi kind of official role over from third edge. Yeah, it was Harlequin. It was the Harlequin um, army list from the old annual. So so it was still legal for play, but clearly no one had ever tested it because it could do some absolutely mental things. Uh, you made that kid cry because you killed his hive tyrant in one hit. Yeah, with, with a shadow tear yeah. because you know why not? <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, what time to be alive? Because you, yeah, because you had you had what like literally like three of the old, old like Harlequin characters. I think I had like six guys tops, and that was including um, what was at the time referred to as a Venom, which is now um, it, it, it's basically what what a Dark Elder Venom was. It was the old Harlequin transport, and it was you converted it from like the Viper kit and what have you. Like there was a conversion guide for it. Um, but I, I think it had like the Shadow Seer in it that had had a weird piece of equipment which was called Rive Blades. Which, if you rolled a six to wound, it was a power weapon. Um, so you weren't really getting. Uh, did you just not get saves from power weapons in that edition? Possibly. Yeah, I think just, that's what made it. Cheap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no save and instant death, wasn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, any any sixes to wound instantly killed anything. And and my Shadow Seer wiped out an entire unit of Hive Guard by rolling like four or five sixes at once on a <laughs> on a charge to wound which was mental and then uh there was like the the 15 attack solitaire and god knows what else in there i, th- I had like a handful of models um <laughs> and then i remember you had you had a, a blender archon or two and lots and lots of dark lances yeah uh yeah i'm pretty sure i had i had the old like super archon because you could only build one out of that book at the time and then um and then I think I had like just six squads of ten guys with two dark lances. Yeah, um, <laughs> because forty k was fun back then. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that was, that yeah, was, that was so... the old domino fields and all, all the old harlequins. So I could only be hit back on sixes, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, we, we ruined everyone's day and won, and it was brilliant. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. So yeah, you, you could you could kind of do that now. You could do a really cool like like fun themed. Harlequin characters and some Drakari going on for sure. Um, for 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 ideas for a doubles list, if you're looking to actually compete at some point, um, I would say something similar to the Sisters of Battle and Custodes army mm. that the Las Vegas Nopen uh, a few weekends ago. Um, so what that essentially was was uh, about a thousand points of Custodes and about a thousand points of Sisters. So fit in really well with the idea of doubles. Uh, so you take like Trajan Valoris, uh, the super killy captain on jet bike, mm. and like two, five um, custode guard just with swords and shields. And they are literally there to like just hold the middle of the board, um, batter people and not die. And then a, uh, like, I, th- I think I looked at it, it was like a bloody rose sisters detachment with a couple of canonesses. Uh, a preacher, three units of repentia, three units of sisters for your troops, and then two units of retributors armed with multi mowers, um, and just ruin everyone's day. Yeah, that's pretty tidy. <laughs> yeah, because the uh, like the sister stuff is all is all like super aggressive. The multi mowers just delete anything that's on the table, and then the uh, the custodes don't die. They're your targets for. Um, while we stand, we fight as a secondary. Like you're never shifting multiple of those custody units. Mm. Um, 
and then Trajan, I think, is the other one. Um, and he's obviously super hard to kill, <laughs> um, especially when he's hiding behind those custodes units. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, and then you just use the sisters to sort of fill in the gaps between all the custody stuff. Oh, I had a, a um, Vexler as well with the plus one attack banner because it couldn't fit in a thousand points with the minus one. Lovely. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think I think that could be quite cool. Um, yeah, and then and then you just play really aggressively with all the Repentia because that's pretty neat because they're real good. I know. Yeah. I think. Um... Um, so I think. Although it's cancelled now, the the um, rescheduled uh, confrontation alliances. I think I was looking at. I think I think we were both going to run Death Guard uh, with the new book was the plan, and one of us to just bring hordes and hordes and hordes of shite to clog the table, um, and then uh, the other bring as many of the hard hitting Terminator units as we could. So, so I think I think my 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 plan of the half half of the thousand points was basically typhus, um, some bodyguards, and and then as many pox walkers as I can fill in the points. Yeah, uh, we, we I think we we were planning on literally just flooding the board with shite and trying to score as many points as we could. Yeah, it's a bit bit harder to do now mm. because of the um, restriction on pox walkers, but. Um... Yeah, yeah. Of course, that that was the that was the plan pre book, but it, it, I don't think you can still do it easily enough with um, making some really cheap uh, alternate core units. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so that's quite cool. Um, and obviously, Rob, if you want to chat about doubles or on the army list, just feel free to to, to shout. I'm I'm always happy to talk about toys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, cool. Have we got yeah, any others? yeah, we got our old buddy Mark Pearson. He's back in the hood. Uh, so he's got a three-parter for us. So part one of Mark's question is, what are the gaming or hobby moments you are most proud of? Oh, proud of? Mm. Uh, I, I don't think I can top the feeling of the first... Yeah, first and only event where I won all five games. That was at Norwich in 2015, I think. Mm. Uh, this was sort of on the on the cusp of like uh, like trying to win those sort of like or at least place at those sort of 30, 40 person events without going too deep into meta chasing and stuff so it was a it was a really like it was a really nice competitive tower army that i had at mm. the time um, and this was the first sort of tournament where i was like okay i really want to like test these guys out um after i, I can't remember if, if that was the same year that i came third at pillage um with the same army i think i think one 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 happened before the other but i was sort of like, i really thought about this army list uh, and then I won all five games, uh, and then um, and then I ended up in third somehow, uh, <laughs> which uh, which I was kind of annoyed about. But sort of playing playing on on the sort of like top table um, on on round five is a really like pressure experience, even if it's at a uh, a small event. Um, so so winning that last game um, and. 
like being like, oh, I've won, I've won all five games. I'm actually undefeated this weekend. That's really cool. Um, yeah, something that like I, I've, I've won like three games on like single one days and stuff like that, but not um, not to that extent before. Nice. That was good. Yeah. No, no, no hobby moments. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to so. um <laughs> Gaming. What about you, Sam? Uh, oh, gaming or hobby moments that I'm most proud of? I really don't know, to be honest. It, it's a very tough question. I think, I think one that I was most pleased with, and it, it was nothing to do with performance, <laughs> um, was when Jim and I won. Uh, it was my very first foray into uh, doubles. We won. Um, best army at uh, champion of champions, uh, and it was certainly nothing to do with our performance because we <laughs> we didn't come last. But it was the birth of Team Wasabi Enema, and <laughs> just if we could cock something up, we'd cock it up during the game. It was brilliant. Uh, we hadn't. That was the um, that was the old spicy yeah. club um, double, yeah, thing, wasn't it? Yeah, and. Um, there were some just stunning armies there. And, I, and I'm not sure how Jim and I got, <laughs> got away with it. I think it's because the majority of the people at there, there thought we had like coordinated our armies. Um, whereas in actual fact, we, we'd only decided on it like the, like the week before. And then we turned up and all like our basing matched and what have you. So it looked, it looked like we'd gone to a lot of effort to, like build an army for the event and it was it was Jim's beautiful old uh, Vostroyan army and my Slanesh demons mm. and uh, yeah somehow we walked <laughs> we walked away with best army and I, I think it was purely that people thought we'd put in way more effort than we had uh, and it was just a happy accident I, that's that's one of the things that I really like about doubles is that you like it sort of it gives you that opportunity to do a small project and if you work with the person and be like, at least you want your, if you if you at least get your bases to match, that immediately looks mm. cool. Um, and then, but if you can like, you know, you decide on a on a theme or a tie in color or something across the two armies like that, you can really go to town and it looks great. Um, so yeah, it was probably yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely that. It certainly wasn't anything on on, on performance, uh, and uh, you know, I, I don't think we ingratiated ourselves with the judges by insisting that they read out our full team name because they tried to avoid it every <laughs> every every opportunity. We're like, okay, and uh, Team Wasabi, you're playing, and then from the back of the hall, you'd hear, "Read the full name." <laughs> I'm just gonna sigh. Uh, Wasabi Enema. <laughs> Somehow we still came away with the. It was a really cool little trophy as well. I think it was like like uh, some like wooden carved dice that were rolling into a plinth. I think it's at Jim's house. I don't, I don't think I ha- I kept that one. We we were sharing custody, but uh, I I've abandoned my child. <laughs> yeah, shaking down for it. <laughs> uh, so second part of Mark's question was. What games have you won that made you feel bad for winning? I I can immediately think of two. Uh, okay, yeah, you because I don't think I've ever felt bad about winning any well, game. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was uh, playing with Jim again. 
uh, we were playing a huge game of fantasy with Jim's Orcs. And, you know, when it went bad for Jim with his Orcs, it went really bad. Uh, and turn one, I flew uh, an exalted demon into the middle of his army, made him take a terror test, and then everything ran away, like straight off the board. Nothing, nothing had fought. Almost his entire army ran off the board. <laughs> so, uh, I felt bad for that, so we re-ranked and went again. <laughs> that was a stupid one. Um, the other would have been one of the times we went down to Brighton for one of the GT heats. Um, so it would have been at the old King and Queen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think it was the last game of the weekend and, and a mutual friend of ours had not had much luck. Um, and he had even less luck in the final game against me where he failed every dice roll he could make. And I passed every dice roll I wanted to make as well as I possibly could. And he just left. <laughs> and he went outside and had a weep. <laughs> uh, I just didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, I made a, made a great man cry. <laughs> I feel kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's pretty good um at um i think it was the only one day confrontation event the summer showdown uh, a few years ago which i happened to win um uh, i think it was the i think it was the second game i played against a harlequin yunari mm. army and like i didn't feel bad for winning the game because the guy's list was like super competitive it was full of that horrific Yunari janky mm. stuff that like the rules was, was it was this with all like the weird soul burst but, uh, mechanics and everything right. yeah yeah back when soul burst which never made any any sense <laughs> why that was in the game but uh, so I was using my sort of Magnus mixed mixed uh, mm. zinch list um, obviously when you could still super detachments and stuff at the uh, in early eighth edition and. Um, yeah, it was sort of like going okay, and then um, Ricky came round to um, judge painting and stuff, um, and Ricky just sort of went up to this guy and was like, um, "By the way, you've not based any of your models, um, and it's a requirement in the rules pack because uh, at, at all of the confrontations, like the army standard." has to hit a certain point like ricky wants all of the armies to look not not that they have to be well painted but they have to yeah. be finished and, and you know it's, it's good like when i go to a tournament i want to play against a nice i want to look play i want to play against a, a a finished army not and this guy's models were like sprayed black with a couple of different colors dashed on them and then nothing on their bases and um the guy sort of just went like kind of shy with ricky and um sort of Sort of mumbled, um, oh, 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 okay. And Ricky was like, so you're going to score zero points in every game. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll play as, 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 you know, we'll play the pairings as, uh, you know, if you win a game, et cetera, et cetera. But um, your, your total score is zero because you haven't met the conditions that are in. In the rules yeah. pack. Uh, in, in the rules pack. And then he went, I, I've just not had <laughs> oh, time. God. And then Ricky just went. And then Ricky just went. 
you played it, you played at Pompey Pillage last week with this exactly the same army. Don't tell me you've not had time. And then walked away. And then, and then he sort of like looked at me, kind of upset. And then Magnus got a two D six smite off off oh. against the uh, avatar of Unique and killed it in one go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, back to the game, shall we? And then just Magnus just rolled over his whole army. <laughs> Oh. Um, so I didn't feel bad about winning that, but it was sort of uh, it, it was sort of like this guy clearly in like a bit of not emotional distress because it was his own fault. He was was, was well, in yeah, that situation he... for a long time before the event. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the only other one was um, at um, I think it was the last Caledonian uprising we went to, uh, and I took took one of my tower armies and. Um, in the first game, I thought we were playing with a um, a rule set where you had to where you could if you could re-roll a save, it could never mm. be better than a four plus. Um, and I played this baseball farm, and it turned out that no, you could re-roll two up in vulnerable saves to two up in vulnerable saves, which is the first time that event had ever let you do that. So I forfeited that game, um, but I was annoyed at myself because I didn't mm. read the rules back. Um, so on like one of the bottom tables because I got like a maximum loss because I forfeited the game um, I was drawn against uh, one of our good friends and um, club members uh, Ash Fulcher oh! and his, and, his, uh, and his like corn corn army for 40k so he had like demons is, is this his dreadclaw <laughs> so, with berserkers list ah. no no it wasn't that one uh, but it was like loads. It was the old. I, I, I think it still might be in the demon kin book at that point. But it was that style of army. So it was loads of mm. flesh hounds and blood letters and court bike. And um, I sort of come up to the table. And he sort of looked at me and went, "I don't think we've ever played before." <laughs> I put my army down and I was like, "I'm sorry for what I'm about to do to you." <laughs> I'm so <angry. laughs> and, uh, proceed to ream him through. <laughs> well, it's Ash. He likes a good ream. So, uh, yeah, so I was like, I'm really sorry that you were the person that I played at this point because I was like, I went full like tournament asshole. Mode. It must have been like, really distracting like, you know, for to hear your balls slapping off of him <laughs> for the entirety of that game. It was just, uh, it was just really funny. I was just like, and, I, and at the end of it, I was like, "Oh, should we get a drink?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we should." <laughs> and, uh, like, clean yourself up. <laughs> yeah, that made me feel better about that weekend. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! Um, third part of Mark's question was handbrush or airbrush. Um. So I don't mind airbrushing to get base coats mm. on things, um, but I, I can't paint with an airbrush to save my life. Um, and not to, like, stuff that is airbrushed looks great, but I feel personally that it's got, like, a lack of yeah, style I, to it. I, th- I think you and I might have looks- a similar feeling on this, because while I love, um, like, the technical aspect of of being able to paint with an airbrush and I can't, I've, no, I've never, I've never, I've never like learned. There is a tendency for armies that are painted with an airbrush to look a particular way, if you know what I mean. And 
yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. You, like point right. It's that it's that over. Yeah, I, I feel that it's that over stylized mm. like shading up and up to colors, and then also it's it's all really smooth transitions. And I know that's the sort of effect people are going for. It's not a this isn't a a knock on people who who airbrush or paint with an airbrush because mm. their armies do look fantastic. I, I I like that sort of you know if you're you know if you're playing within your gaming group and and if your gaming group paints you can you can sort of be like you could you could get a load of models out that you've never seen and be like oh Sam paint you mm. can tell Sam painted that um, paint's really sick <laughs> you um, them out. <laughs> or or like so so I feel like there's a lack of like a, a, a like personality to the models but they they do look outstanding when you do I mean like mm. elder armies and stuff like that that are all airbrushed. And and also when that's used then in conjunction with like detail painting and stuff that can look that can look great. I don't like it when when you see like stuff that's airbrushed and then it's the, the person hasn't gone to all the effort of actually yeah. painting the rest of the model. Uh, that, that that sort of annoys me, but that's more of a tournament thing than a uh, um, actual hobby painting thing. But I've got one. I've got well, I've got a couple actually of uh, airbrushes, but uh, yeah, using it for colours that you you can't easily get down through hand painting for sure. But um, yeah, I wouldn't use one all the yeah. time personally. No, I'm with you on that. I, I, I'm a brush jockey all the way. Yeah. Cool. I think that's all the questions are the, uh, from that post, uh, or at least all that I can see. Fantastic. So um, I, I, I've got a couple of people uh, have asked, but we'll take a quick break and, uh, and we'll come you're. back just on the other side of this. Okay, fantastic. Thanks for... Uh, sticking around so just uh, Sam and Callum just uh, answering a few more questions people have asked us uh, through our different social media channels over the last couple of weeks um, so like one that we've never really sort of discussed before um, like and, and it's kind of difficult um, the, way, the way that we've posted which was sort of like what is your favourite army um, mm. so I guess you can sort of go like if you break it down to sort of you know maybe Fantasy slash AOS and 40k, and then maybe like Middle Earth or whatever, because uh, one one across different game systems is a, is a bit difficult, I think. Mm. Uh, well, I, I've definitely got got one I can lean on in in the Fantasy AOS camp and the 40k camp. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, not necessarily one that you like, like not not your favourite army that you've got, like just 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 in general. Um, like, what's the thing that you really like? In Ooh. oh, I don't know. In that case, there, there's too many. There, that's the problem. I've probably done every army bar, I think, Tau at one point or another over the years. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. In that case, I yeah, my my brain immediately leapt to. My favourite stupid lists that I've ever made. Okay, 
Well, we can talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Um, so sort of, so my, so my favourite like army for forty k, like this, the way it's stylized, how it plays, and the models, it's definitely Gene Steeler Colt. Mm. Now, they're down in the dumpster fire <laughs> at the moment because they can't play in ninth edition. But they were a really, really rewarding army last edition if you were like playing well with them. It's one of those armies that sort of really rewards you if you like to fuck around with your opponent. Uh, <laughs> and, and I really liked that. It had a load of models. Like Gene Steeler, Gene Steeler Colts are a cool, weird thing that I'm glad GW brought back in the background. Um, and it's just sort of like just one of those really. And, and, and I'm hoping that when they get the book, they get a load of like almost non-linear ways to play, mm. because I, like uh, and, unless they're in full uprising mode, like any clash with a gene stealer cult has like a, a different purpose, like they're stealing munitions or like they're trying to, you know, pikey a bunch of tanks and stuff, yeah, uh, and, and then cause like a load of havoc. So, so I'm really hoping that their secondaries and act they can. Uh, I'm really hoping that they've got some cool secondaries to do when 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 they get redone. But also, they hopefully they can do some like actions in game that sort of don't necessarily grant you victory points, but sort of have an impact on the game somehow. That would be mm. cool. Um, so yeah, I really like Gene Steeler Cult because the the new the new generation of models are outstanding. Like, there's not one of them that I don't like. Um, they were a fun army to play with, and yeah, I can't, I can't wait to get them back out again. Yeah, I, I suppose in that vein, one of my favourites might be might be uh, Grey Knights. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been a long time since they've been top of the heap, and they, <laughs> um, but there's there's just something about them. I always have to go back to them. I, I love their ties to the Inquisition, and just that they're a pack of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that that whole um, post Siege of Rax uh, story arc where they're just executing loyalist armies. <laughs> it's like, well done, thank you for your service. Bam, shoot in the face. <laughs> it's, I, I just love them. They're dickheads, and and I love I love everything about. Them. I, lo- I love the whole like psychic brotherhood thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, <laughs> they'll get a really cool update and. They'll get some of the nice buffs that the other Imperial uh, chapters have had. Yeah, second wound would be nice. Mm. <laughs> and and them being actually like double hard in combat would be great. Yeah, but at the moment they're just a like one attack space marine with a power sword, and it's like <laughs> yeah, it it would be nice to see some of their power armored units become more viable because it's it's essentially it's always terminators and paladins and dread knights. Um. Which is which is my preferred build for them because I love Grey Knight Terminators, um, but you know it, it would it would be nice for like like the um, the uh, what are they called Strike Squads to to see some action or, or or even some of the 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 other ones like the Purifiers. I remember there was a time they had a heyday. Um, yeah, yeah. I just I just want an update for for my boys and then I can take them out of the bottom of the pile of cases and give them some love yeah oh, that's cool so um so so arm, army that you have or that you've done so what what's your what's the one that you sort of I, think I've so got, of it melts your heart i've got two 
the one for 40k was uh my last hurrah in seventh edition with uh the librarius conclave that also included inquisitors and cypher uh, uh it was the last hurrah of the death stars constantly you know invisible uh or you know it had all the buffs invisible stealth uh, hit like a truck. <laughs> hit and run had a, had a had an iron hands chapter master in it. Yeah, baj- bajillion smites. Uh, all um, and the um, it would have Kotiaz in it for for his buffs, and then a random Ordo Xenos Inquisitor that was juggling a trillion grenades at once. So if you actually went near it, you you know you were striking last. You had <laughs> lower toughness than you would normally have. Uh, if it was a Tuesday and there was a cat outside, there was another debuff that it gave you. It was ridiculous. Uh, and, you know, I'm p- sort of glad that edition is gone because it was like the game was yeah. beginning to yeah. be unplayable. I, 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 all the stupid I mean, rules you could stack. I mean, I mean, that game was, I mean, that edition was unplayable when people realized what you could do with the ally matrix. Yeah. Like, I remember playing, I remember playing a game at, um, Blood and Glory. No, not Blood and Glory. Uh, War of the Roses mm. against a Marine army that had an allied the, the Tau buff commander. So as long as he didn't shoot, he gave you like re-rolls to hit, ignore cover, like tank hunter, hit and run, like all of the cool rules yeah. in the world. And him, him sat in a bastion with a unit of Centurion Devastators. <laughs> oh okay um, cool <laughs> but the worst thing about that was is that it wasn't even on the board because they were inside the bastion <laughs> I remember because I killed the bastion and then, and then like five centurions got out and I was like oh my god it was five <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I can was, imagine uh, that that reminds me I of that um Oh, where is it? it was from a big event in the States, I think. Some guy got fed up with being battered by knights all the time, so he bolted on an Aquila Strongpoint to his Craftworld army and had Morgan Rath firing a macro cannon <laughs> constantly. Yeah. yeah, very, very silly. I mean, like, there were, some, there were some parts of it that you were like... So I can remember the Screamer Star being a big thing. Mm. That was... Okay, and that was like, ah, oh, there's, a, there's a bunch of Heralds of Zinch uh, a bunch of heralds of Zinch and a big unit of screamers, and you could get a two-up reroll of an invaluable save. Mm. But that was contingent on, you know, rolling a three plus on on a relic, and to give you plus two to your uh, invaluable save, um, which was a one in three chance. Okay, you had Fate Weaver, so you got a free reroll every turn. Mm. But sort of nine chance of that failing, and then your unit was like. Minus one invulnerable save, and then would die to a wet fire. Um, yeah. And then had like no ways of getting out of combat, but it was like a really interesting concept. And like that unit in itself was difficult to shift. Yeah, because it wasn't impossible it to shift though. That's the thing. No, like like you could still play a game against that army. I felt. Yeah, like it couldn't do everything. Like it, it put out a load of like basic level magic shooting. And then it would like charge a unit and, and mop it up, and 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 if you got lucky and you had one of those one in nine failing a three up reroll, 
to get that power uh, to get that um, buff off. Like you, you, it's very easy to kill. Mm. Um, but then when things got escalated with like that, um, I can't remember what that marine formation was called. The Librarius Conclave. That was yeah. that had a lot to answer for. <laughs> Just so bang. So yeah, you know, generating your dice on 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 twos. You had Tigerius in it, yeah. and then he everyone psychic powers. And then because they were all characters, they could all join each other and or the same unit. And so you just you had you instantly went from oh my god that unit's got a two up roll of vulnerable save that might be bad for the game to this collection of space marine characters is now invisible so you hit it on sixes as eternal warrior a four up feel no pain two up rollable invulnerable save and also there's like five wolf lords in here with thunder hammers and storm shields on thunder wolves just in case you do get close to it this isn't this isn't fun that that will never be fun i I love whoever thought that up was just so innocent they're like this is really cool look at what i've made to go into the edition and everyone else uh, uh, (laughs) you know design hq is just like wow that's really cool what a great idea and then the players well, got. I, I, I quite, yeah, that was the thing. Like, I quite liked the idea of like the generic psychic power trees because it meant you could do like really cool things with with different units. But like the thought of what happens if we write the rules for something where they can cast it all? Yeah, almost. No, don't worry. Almost about guaranteed. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was just, it was just ridiculous, and that's that's why anytime anybody complains, or when they were complaining about eighth edition and now ninth edition, I'm just like, this, yes. this. I've got a guy's army list from a game, a tournament where I've played against it. Obviously, used to swap army lists and stuff, and and I was just like, I remember keeping it because it was it was the first time that I played it with my towel, and I was just like. I cannot win this game. <laughs> like, I can only shoot things, and then I hit it on sixes, and then I've got he's got a total and vulnerable save, and then a four plus feel no pain. Yeah, <laughs> and then every single one of those is a character. I think I think I've got a picture of that of that stupid list somewhere that I that I had, which was the conclave that obviously had Targaryus in it. Um, yeah, a bunch yeah. of grab centurions, Drago to give it uh, Gate of Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> or at least no, I, th- I think I think they were the distraction. I think I think the Death Star was just all characters in the end when I fielded it. It, I, oh, it was just mental. <laughs> Wait, silly, yeah. silly time. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those sorts of maybe, maybe, maybe actually having some playtesters um, would have been a good idea. Yeah, and that and that was also the that was also the addition with the generic demonic psychic power trees. Um, so there was the the sort of like there was the good guy ones that the grey knights could cast without perilsing, and then there was the bad guy one where the demons could cast without perilsing, but everyone had access to them. And then people figured out that Eldar psychers were the best things in the game for summoning demons <laughs> <laughs> because they ignored perils of the wharf on a two plus and had loads of psychic dice and rerolls. <laughs> yeah. I can remember, I can remember uh, like watching a game at. Caledonian uprising, and I think I think I think it was Nick Highland on the table next to me. I think he had his Necrons or something, and he was playing against a Tyranid army with with like then some Farseers and stuff, <laughs> because they allowed the like 
come the apocalypse ally tree for some reason. Because I played a game against uh, Grey Knight, Dread Knights with um, with demons. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. But um, essentially, it was all it was all of the cheap like units of zone tropes and stuff to generate dice for these Eldar psychers that were then flying around the board summoning demons. And like, every time I'd look over, there'd just be more and more like demon stuff on the table. <laughs> and like you just couldn't tell what was going on or what was fighting what. <laughs> it's like but what's amusing why, is just through you telling this anecdote, I, I'm picturing Nick sat on a chair and I can see his face as it's as it's happening. <laughs> It's just, it's just one of those sorts of oh no yeah wouldn't it be cool if like chaos armies could summon demons using psychic powers yeah and what if, what if everyone you know we allow, what, what if we allow everyone to but like you'll explode if you do it yeah that's fine oh no because the the the, the other great one was the um the old uh, weird vein psycho squads the guard the guard squads because they um they they would generate a load of dice throw a load of dice at summoning demons instantly perils. But then the commissar just killed one of them, yeah. <laughs> and they were fine to do it the next turn. <laughs> so like, you were having like these little three, uh, three like five man squads just sat in the backfield, just like pulling out ten blood letters a turn, <laughs> and just losing a psyker. <laughs> just like why? Why is this? Why is this? Why does this game exist? Oh. Um, funny to look back on. Like at that time, I was just like, why is this in the game? Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, funny, funny, definitely funny to look back on it. Um, yeah, my my, my yeah. other my other thought on that would be going back to I, I think it was either fifth or sixth edition fantasy with that that demon book, uh, where uh, I put together that list that was nicknamed the the triple anvil. It was that huge block of plague bearers where the entire front rank had been displaced by palaquins of Nurgle with heralds and epidemus on it. And then for and and Skullcaker. yes, because for some reason at the time he didn't have a mark and could therefore join. Uh, he, he he wasn't he wasn't a herald. Yeah, that was it. He, yeah, yeah. So there, there was a big distinction. Yeah. So he could go in there and give it magic resistance too, and also be you know like a little blender like he was. But uh, it was just ridiculous like you couldn't flank like you got no bonus for flanking it um everything had poisoned attacks um and they went off way easier than they normally would um and then and it, and they would and they would count for like two or three times over for combat resolution yeah. everything got more and i know this because we played a game and i charged i charged you on three sides with zombies from my vampire counts army, and I think my big unit of skeletons in the yep. front, and I lost combat by 128. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which probably isn't supposed to happen. No, no. I, I like I like to think of it again as a very naive book designer. This is great, and then showed the other naive book designers, and none of the play testers. No one would ever do that, uh, and and we did. Uh, and the best thing was, it was uh, <laughs> the, the, the out the outrage that it caused on the internet. Because uh... <laughs> yeah. because like it took it took a while to explain why it worked, and it was like and 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 a lot of it was contingent on very very poor wording of things, but but it did it did work, and I was just like no no no, 
we played a game and I lost a combat by 128. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this thing, this thing was massive, wasn't it? Because it was I like... Mean, it, it, was, it wasn't it was, even look, as big as like when they introduced hordes in, in 8th edition. Like It wasn't that massive, but it was... It was no. For the time, it was huge. Yeah. But, it was just... Yeah, it was just like, oh, why... It was just a ridiculous stacking of of rule of magic banners and characters that probably shouldn't have been able to join units but could. Yeah. And the the nice thing was it it became my teaching ungracious gamers a lesson list um, and I I got to punish a rather notorious local player with his dwarf gun line. Uh, (laughs) It had been terrorising kids beginners days and then he felt the wrath of the over a hundred negative combat modifier. <laughs> no, no, I just gun it off the board before I get there. And uh, when I got there, I'd lost five plague bearers and then ate all the dwarves. <laughs> funny, uh, funny time to be alive. Yep, ridiculous. Um, yeah, Warhammer Ace. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's 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 pretty cool. Um, so for me, it's really weird because I don't—I don't really get emotionally attached to my my physical armies. Uh, I get like more emotionally attached to like the races themselves. Yeah. Like, like I—I I, I loved my old fourth edition Thousand Sons army, and then like that sort of stayed with me all the way through to like ninth edition. Um, and like, no matter how many times I like buy Tau armies and get rid of them, like. I have a soft spot for Tau, um, but I mean, like, I, I, I love my current my current Drakari army. Um, I love the fact that it's 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 bright and it's gold and it's garish. Um, yeah, I'm a bit I'm a big fan of that. I've got a soft spot for that and my and my Gene Steeler cult, um, just because it's a it's a big it's a big big plot of models, mm. uh, tiny angry. Tiny, angry, bold men like me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Other than that, like, not, not, not really emotionally attached. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a hobby magpie, mainly. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. That's um, so that's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So, sort of another one with uh, with obviously the potential, the potential return to the real world soon. Um, over the next over the next few months, if you could, what is going to be the first game that you'd want to play, and who would be your favourite opponent to play against? Uh, see, I, I, I've been trying to think on this one on and off all day over every cupper that I've had while I should have been working. Um, <laughs> I genuinely can't decide. Like I've been distracting myself with doing a little bit of different armies here and there over the, over like the months. So like I really really want to play with my Death Guard, but at the same time I also really 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 want to play with my Fire Slayers or any of the Middle Earth stuff that I've I've done during all the lockdowns. So I don't know what I want to play. I just want I just know I want to play something. Um and yeah. I, I need to play something. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Flip a coin. I, I will literally play anyone at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I was going to say I'd want to play you. But you're <laughs> fun. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I want to play some Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I love, like, like I love Middle Earth. I love AOS, and I really do want to play those. But I think I want to play those because I, I've recently painted some bits for them. But I, I, I think I really want to play some Forty K because I've put done the most work mm-hmm. on that while while we've been off. And and you've played one game. Yeah, of this I need, edition. I need, I need another hit. God damn it. <laughs> I, 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 see, I feel like I played actually quite a substantial amount of this edition because I was lucky enough to to run the club in that sort of faux freedom mm. period last year um, uh, in sort of like late summer and autumn. But um, yeah, I, I, I want to. I just yeah. want to play some forty k. Like I want to want to push knights around the table and stomp stuff and then lament how bad the army actually. Yeah, I mean, is. It, it doesn't it doesn't and even then, have to be like the main thing I've been working on, like. Like at this point, I you know I, I'd even get the grey knights out. That's where I roll some goddamn dice. You know, I remember yeah. the other day that I've got that my, my guard army. And I was like, oh yeah, I wrote that list for ninth. I really want to try that out. <laughs> oh, just yeah. anything, literally anything. Yes, yeah. That that's. I mean, I mean that that was that was sort of yeah the exact sort of. If anybody like, so we're only we're only because I think it was what the is it twenty seventh. No, twenty second maybe of March. You can start like meeting people in an outside space, including private mm. gardens, um, something like that. Nobody break the law just because I randomly guessed those dates. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to because as soon as that's available, I'm going around to my friend's house and I'm playing for. Yeah, I, I, I just want to. Like, I just want to play some games with any of the immediate Pompey fam, obviously you included. You know, I just I miss Good. the boys. Yeah. I miss rolling dice. Not even just rolling yeah. dice. Like sometimes it would just be the shit we were talking on Paul's sofa while someone else rolled bones. <laughs> like... Yeah. 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 So uh yeah, sort of looking looking forward to 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 that because a bunch of the guys have been like, oh yeah, my garden will be will have t- t- tables in it. <laughs> like so, so yeah, really, really excited for that. Um, that's 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 what I want. I just like because I, I like. I mean, I, I, and, and not to not to get too COVIDy uh, hung up on it, but sort of even where we were at last year, where we were, uh, we were running um, the gaming club on a Thursday night still, um, because the circumstances and the way the way that it was set up, we, uh, the venue was okay. The venue got got it then okay for the local council, like. I'll 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 stand in a hall for twelve hours wearing a mask if it if it means I can play forty k like and and I think we're close to that like it's a couple of months away and then and then the world mm. will be okay again so, yeah, that's yeah. What I really, I, I'm not I'm not sure no, how I would feel about be, going to like a big event so, no so, no and I'd like I would I yeah I I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I, I would feel hesitant about going to a to a to a yeah. large event. Definitely, I, probably this year. But I mean, once I get once I get the vaccine, like I feel, I think I, I'd feel confident enough to to start. Like, like, at that I think sort of if thing for sure, if you know, because I, I I've been quite cautious about the whole thing because I'm convinced if I get it, my gippy lungs will kill me. Um, but, you know, I just want to have had the jab, and then like I know that. My immediate friends have had the jab, and then we can just guard and have it. That that that's enough for me. Like, yeah, yeah for I, sure. I just want that. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. So that's 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 really good. Um and sort of I, I'm really interested to see like obviously I, I I love going to tournaments and when we had confrontation in October, I don't think I'd ever seen a, a group of people and it was it was a small it was still a small tournament, obviously because of COVID restrictions and spacing and stuff. But like where everyone had masks and they couldn't shake hands, people were being like overly thoughtful about almost being sporting. Mm. Like everyone was just sort of, oh, this is weird, isn't it? We're in a mask and we can't shake hands. And it's like, it was actually mm. quite nice. Um, so I'm really hoping that sort of, you know, everybody in the world has gone through this really horrific experience over the last year or so. And everyone's just a little bit nicer to each other, and nobody needs to be a dick. That'd be nice, but I, I know what would happen That's, is is the first the first event that, you know I feel safe enough to go to <laughs> after uh, if everything goes back to normal. I will get drawn against like the guy, like <laughs> some super competitive asshole that's had to just be on his own, and he lets loose a tsunami of that guy <laughs> at an event, and then I'll be like, ah, oh, I'm in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh so 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 we'll see um yeah so so i'm i'm excited for that like yeah just uh just just being able to get out and play some games um like get get the local club back up and running like see see some people obviously have not physically seen for for for, for quite a while and then just um taking as it comes we're almost there and we're, yeah. we're gonna do it good so uh yeah i think that's a, a a fairly decent place to to sort of round it off it's not Apologies, it's not a very uh, incisive show for people this week. It's just uh, Sam and I nattering on about all of our old toys and stuff. But um, yeah, really. Oh, oh no, there was another one. Sorry. Um, uh, Don't worry about it. Pick it up next time. Um, Yeah, so um, thank you everybody for listening. Um, Again, Go to Tabletop Standard uh, from from last uh, from the last episode if you have any queries or anything about uh, Titanicus because it is a really good game. I bought some more stuff and threw it straight onto the pile. I've um, not yet, but I did see <laughs> from the teasers that that new big Titan's coming, so that might finally be the thing that pops me over the edge. I think. Yeah, he's uh, he he's probably going to be out this yeah. month. Yeah, El Stupido Titan will. I, I think that'll be the thing that gets me into it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, people interested in uh, Titanicus, go over to uh, Tabletop Standard uh, and listen to our episode last week with Chris. Um, and then if you've got any questions, pop us a message. Hopefully we'll have um, some more guests and uh, Ricky will stop working soon. Um, just just to record yeah, not, an not, episode. Not But yeah, that was great. Um, pop us over any questions and hopefully we'll have some uh, good news and great content in the future. Any shout outs? Uh, no one in particular. Just uh, just echoing what you said. You know, when we can all get back into a hall and roll some dice, don't be a dick. You know, be thankful yeah, for what you've got back. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a great way to put it. And probably the episode <laughs> when you get back into the hall, don't be a dick. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for um, spending the time with me this evening, Sam. And I will see you soon. Thank you, guys. Have a good week.